What's going on everybody? My name is Robbie and you are listening to the Chasing Robbie Trails podcast where we chase the rabbit trails and see where they lead. Today we're actually going to be talking about bullying and bullying is one of those topics. It's a hot topic right now and for good reason. I think that is something that we should be addressing, but I am addressing bullying in a different way. Um, now, the, the, where this came from, uh, there's a, a couple of different reasons why this came up, but uh, I was telling my son a story. My son, Aiden, is 12 years old. I was telling him about the day in sixth grade. Oh, crazy. I didn't think about that. He's in the sixth grade right now, too. Um, the day in the sixth grade when I stood up to a bully, I was... In the sixth grade, and I was a short, scrawny, invisible kid. I had only one friend named Anthony. And uh, there was this really big kid who was known for being a bully. Now, he was in the seventh grade, but he was big. Like, he was bigger than most eighth graders. Uh, he wasn't over, like, fat, but he wasn't muscular. He was like husky he was huscular there's a word i just made it up i hope that doesn't mean anything bad um and it, he was one of these kids that was so mean to everybody and it wasn't just students like other students he was mean to teachers and the, i just remember this even the teachers being somewhat intimidated of this kid now he had made my life uh, pretty bad while in school and like on one occasion, I remember when he, uh, we were in gym class. The two stories I have are actually from gym class. So we're in gym where we're, the day is over for our gym class and we're heading inside and we're cutting through the gym and I get ready to like, you know, push on the door and to open it up. And this, he, this kid, the bully was on the other side of the door, put his foot, not directly on the door, but about a foot or two away from it. So that way when the door came swung open it would slam back into my face which it did and I remember my nose bleeding and I had a huge goose egg knot on my forehead so things like that happened all the time and nobody did anything about it uh, that is a major problem that's why I'm, I'm really glad that we talk about bullying today and that we're teaching people like you know you're just as you're just as guilty as the bully if you're watching it happen but so, but the story I told my son was <clears throat> when the bully in gym were getting dressed, he took my shoes, tied them together, and was throwing them back and forth over the locker, laughing. <clears throat> and uh, and I was I was getting really irritated. Okay, at this point, I'd had enough. I mean, I'm like, how long can this last? Now, what he was trying to do with my shoes was right above the lockers there was I don't know if it was a pipe I can't really remember all I know is there was something that he was trying to get my shoes <clears throat> stuck on so I I don't know what happened you gotta remember this kid was a lot bigger than me uh, I was a uh, again I was a really scrawny short invisible kid like easily forgotten about and that's kind of a big deal because I'm six foot nine inches tall like I stand out in a crowd but back then I just I, I, I didn't stand out at all 
And I remember that um, the way the lockers were set up is it was the kind of lockers that are built into the concrete wall. So the, the lockers are flush with the wall. And as the wall and the lockers came down, before they reached the ground, there was another part, another piece of concrete that was built protruding out. And that was the bench. And those were built all the way around with the lockers. So I stood up on the on the bench, the concrete bench, and I took my little bitty hand and I balled it up in the tightest fist I could. And when that kid turned around, man, I zoned in on my prize, the target that I was aiming for. I wanted to dot this dude between the nose and his left eye. And I swung as hard as I could and bow, I get him. Oh man, and it was good. Now again, I wasn't a very strong kid, so doing this, my hand immediately started radiating pain. My wrist later on that day was a little bit swollen. Uh, it sent this jolt of, of, of vibration through my arm. I mean, like, it, it, punching this kid wrecked me, essentially. But I remember the look. That this I don't know why I had so much... I was really proud of the moment. Okay, I'm not saying we should go around punching people in the face, but I but I did. And I loved it. And it was fun. And it was worth it uh because the kid stumbles back and he sits on the bench and leans back onto the um against the lockers. And I remember a couple of people who were standing by who were just kind of watching it all happen. They laughed because he, he was having trouble focusing and then finally he got his bearings and he started crying. His nose was bleeding. His eye was swollen. And so I remember the coach and, and a teacher came in and a lot of the students were taken up for me. Uh, so they took the bully kid to the nurse's office to make sure he was okay, you know, to doctor him up a little bit, to call his family. And I, I don't remember what the coach told me but I do remember that it was one of those well you sh you're not supposed to hit people but at the same time I remember the coach being proud of me I I just I can't remember exactly what was said but I know that he was kind of proud of me and I think that the reason why was I did what every other kid wished they could have done and I probably did what the teachers wished another kid would have done you know, and I know that sounds horrible, but here's the best part of the story, though. The bully, for the rest of the year, didn't, like, he he didn't mess with me anymore. Not just me, but he didn't mess with Anthony. Not just Anthony, but there was a large group of people he no longer messed with. And he was no longer known as that bully because the short little kid of Robbie stood up to him humiliated him, put him in his place. And because of that, he backed down and he never messed with me again. At least for that year, I was only there for sixth grade and I ended up going to another school. But now I was telling this story and here is the reason why the story came up. See, uh, over the last few days, there's some things that I've been facing. Now, I've been doing really well. I've been keeping a, a journal where I, every day I write, I'm thankful, and then I give three things that I'm thankful for for that day. It forces me to focus on the positive no matter what. Uh, the beauty of it is, is that I'm beginning to do that during the day, not just at the end of the day with the journal. And 
it's really changing my my attitude, my the way I approach things, uh, my my outlook on life. It's it's really it's helping. But I was thinking about how uh, everything led up just a, a couple of irritating things. You know what I mean? Like it just it's not like my days weren't bad, but there were a few irritating things throughout the days. But then I go to an appointment now. I suffer with uh, really bad social anxiety. So for me to get out and go anywhere is kind of a big deal. So I get out, I go to an appointment with uh, with my attorney. Uh, it's somebody who's going to represent me because there's some because of injuries and and there's a anyway. It's just, it's a big mess. And I get into I get in the office and and I'm hopeful. This guy came highly recommended. And and you know what? I can see why because he told me the truth. And he didn't beat around the bush. But the problem was, is not everything he said was a positive. And it sent me kind of spiraling for a few minutes where I, even my wife, as she texted me and was asking specifics, I'm like, can we just, I, I can't talk about this right now, please. Like I was really, really irritated. Now I've learned not to let those moments um, to contribute to me uh, spiraling out of control. Does that make sense? Um, but in this case, I did, I, I kind of sat in it for a while because I was like, are you like, what the crap is the point of? And I started going on this about social security. And if this is a thing, and if, if you're paying this and why, and I had a lot of questions, that's what I'm trying to say. And I was irritated, but something happened. I was sitting there and I immediately thought about that story that moment when I stood up to the bully. See, the, the reality hit me that the majority of my life, I have, I have allowed life to be that bully. Uh, life, in a way, it looks a lot bigger than me. It's intimidating. It's known for pushing people around. That's a perspective I've always had. And, and so I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I am allowing that life to be the bully. The thing is with that kid at school, nobody had ever stood up to him. So simply just because of his intimidating nature, the way he talked about talked to and about people, you know, the fact he was so much, I mean, just, just that big intimidating kid because of that, we were intimidated. We're a bunch of kids. Like y'all have to understand this kid was going through puberty way before we even knew what puberty was. Okay. He was just, I mean, he looked like, okay. The story over the years and the way he looks over, obviously is over embellished at this point, but he was a big kid. I'm not, I'm not denying that, but it's funny. I was telling my wife the story, you know, just, although I've told it to her probably a hundred times. Um, she just kind of rolls with it at this point, but I told her, you know, I was joking around saying, you know, you know, you have to understand what this kid looked like. He was a big kid. He was like the Jason Momoa of, of, of middle school. I mean, he was just this monster of a kid. But the problem was, if nobody stood up to him, then how would we ever know that we could defeat the bully? And by me doing that, other kids stood up for themselves with him and would not let him push them around. And that to me is a big deal because I, I don't know, like last yesterday I, I got inspired. There's something that I'm working on that I'm really passionate about, that I'm really excited about. There, there's a lot I'm working on actually. But this one thing 
it's something that's been sitting, it, it's just kind of been in my mind for a little bit. I've written, written down a few things here and there, you know, and every single day it just keeps coming up. Like something inside me saying, this is it. You've been, pr- you've been praying for an answer. You've been looking for things. And, but here's where my motivation came in. I was like, you know what? I'm, this is what I told my wife. I said, I am sick and tired of letting life bully me around. I see other people who have stood up to life and have adopted the perspective that life will always work in our favor. There, there are people who, every time they turn around, it's like they're being blessed with something else. And it's like, okay, now how are they getting all these blessings? Why are they the ones that this, all this stuff is happening for, but I'm over here getting my freaking balls kicked 24 seven by life. Okay. It's irritating. And I was pumped, man. I said, you know what? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of waiting on a person or people or a system of it, whatever to be the very things or people to, to bring about prosperity in my life or to bring joy. You know, like I've got to fight for those things. now there's a saying I learned a while back. If it's going to be, it's up to me. If I'm going to find joy, if I'm going to be successful, if I'm going to do achieve the things that I want to achieve, instead of them being th- these these grandiose, uh, I know I just said that word wrong, uh, extreme like um, fairy tales, what I have to do is realize, okay, first of all, I want to make these things my legitimate dreams, but put them as goals in front of me and make them my reality. If I'm going to do that, if I'm going to achieve those things and move them into reality instead of fantasy, then what I have to do is see that life is only intimidating because I allow it to be. Perspective changes everything. Let me tell you, I got home. And I t- took out some note cards and I started uh, mapping, kind of doing a mind map. And I took some some thumbtacks and I was pinning a bunch of stuff to my wall. It looks like a uh, organized chaos, you know. But mainly because I, I just I just reached this point where I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of it. I'm tired of waiting for this this magical moment of poof. There you go, Robbie. There's all your answers. So I realized that what I have to do is instead of allowing life to be that bully, I've got to stand up for myself. I've got to stand up to life and say, okay, now I don't think you understand. You don't get to push me around anymore. That's not how this works. You see, I'm, I'm reconstructing my mind. And in a sense, what that's doing is it's also reconstructing my, my brain and the way that things are stored. I'm altering all of that to work in my favor because I know that we're just super magnets attracting what we are to ourselves. So my negative mindset that, you know, I was raised in it and essentially I adopted a negative mindset for myself. Life is a bully. That's what I'd always seen. And so life being a bully, here's what happened. I was attracting negative things into my life all the time. And I want to elaborate on so many other fronts, but I'm just going to tell you that I'm. if you're like me and you've, you're facing some obstacles right now and every, you're looking around, you, have you ever been in this moment? Maybe this, maybe you'll understand this. It's like, I, I just kind of, I, I look at 
the things happen like something else will happen to us and I'm like okay at what point do I get, do I catch a break like this is getting ridiculous it's almost humorous the way things keep happening but it's like this awakening has happened you know instead now I'm not going okay well what next you know oh there's the typical day for me there's an awakening that's happening where I'm like you know what we're attracting what we are so if that's what we're doing then <coughs> excuse me then the opposite has to be true if I can change my mentality and my thoughts and be positive and really take control of how I'm thinking then no, eventually life is going to stop being that bully because life is no longer going to be able to push us around if we are able to really and look it, it takes a lot to change our, our, our mindset and, and to adopt that positive mindset you know the statistics are that it takes roughly about 21 days to create or break a habit okay but as well according to dr. Caroline leaf who has spent her entire lifetime in in this field that it takes about three cycles of that for it to really become uh, well essentially a, 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 an unconscious action okay so in order for us to be able to it, it's gonna take work that's what I'm trying to get to it's gonna take work for us to change the way that we um, to ch change the way that we think it's gonna take work sometimes it's gonna be exhausting negative things are gonna still happen but I tell you something it has to shift it has to I don't know why this works all I know is that it does work I've seen this work in way too many people's lives for it not to be true I've seen people turn their lives around and all of a sudden it seems like every door imaginable is opening up to them now listen this next part you don't have to be a Christian to get these principles by the way but as a Christian there are certain things that I hang on to that just that help me you know I, I believe it's Deuteronomy chapter 28 it's the promises chapter and I love it because if I believe in a God who created everything and who's working for me and not against me so when I go back to those promises like in Deuteronomy 20 it's either 26 or 28 I think it's 28 then here's what I realized in there it says I think in the NLT version it says everywhere I go and every uh, is that it let's see everywhere I go and everything I do I will be blessed okay that was a promise also in that chapter it says that God will bless the work of our hands so if we're walking in all these promises and, and all that prosperity that that God is speaking about we know that we can apply the uh, we can whatever it is we aspire to do the work that we set out to do with our hands whether it's a podcast a blog a book a business school it doesn't matter what it is a ministry fill in the blank with whatever it is you want to do the works the work of your hand will be blessed depending on and only if you adopt the positive mentality that's what I love about the covenant see when God makes promises it essentially what that's what that does for us we have to partner with that our mindset has to adopt those promises as our own and when that happens everything we do can be blessed from there <coughs> excuse me and then 
You know, even if we go New Testament, you know, Jesus made it very simple in the way that we um, can bring prosperity into our lives, essentially. He said, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that it's yours and it will be. Ask, believe, receive. If we're asking, it's easy to ask for things. It's difficult to believe that those things will become ours. See, because if life is a constant bully, as I've allowed it to be, I can ask for everything I want, but that it's not going to come into my life because that believe part just isn't there or hasn't been there. And I'm shifting and I'm noticing that life is starting to look a lot different right now. And I really do believe these are principles that most people forget about because it's so easy for us to become overwhelmed or used to the monotonous uh, junk in our lives. You know, uh, like for me, I just kind of got used to the proverbial poop storm. <laughs> I usually use a different word. Um, you know, you, you just kind of get used to it. <coughs> okay, so here's what I'm saying. Uh, you know what? I'm so passionate about this that the notes that I took, I just threw those out the window at this point. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I wish I could plug something up to me and then plug it up to you so you can feel what I feel right now. Something deep inside of me, the knower inside of me. You know what I'm talking about? That little voice deep inside that goes, yo, dude, you're figuring this out. Finally, you're getting it. Whatever that is deep inside it's telling me that I'm right. I know I'm not wrong in this. Okay, so the bully story is applicable to today, to life, to the things that maybe are not the tangible things that you can grasp, okay? See, because for me, yes, I do want to be able to go to the store and buy food like the way I'm supposed to. Yes. I want to be able to put gas in the car without freaking out if, if I'm going to be overdrawn. There are things that I do want that are material, but ultimately what I'm looking for is a quality of life that is full of joy, peace, happiness, and love. And those are choices that I have to make to stand up and go, let me tell you something, life. I'm about to dot you in the eye so hard that you're not going to know what hits you. And when that happens, I'm telling you, you're going to back off and you're going to work in my favor. Adopting that mentality, if we're to do it, life is going to be good. So I'm encouraging you today to ball up your fist, to dot life in the eye. Please don't actually hit anybody. Okay. I'm talking about metaphorically speaking, dot life in the eye and, and just, you know what? Make life work in your favor and not against you. It has to work. It just has to. So, all right, listen, if y'all could do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, the topic, please let me know. Leave a comment, rate the podcast, um, hit me up on, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, I mean, gosh, you can hit me up anywhere. Uh, Twitter, it's Robbie underscore Bowman. I think that's it. So head over there and send me something saying that you enjoyed the podcast. Man, look, 
again, a couple of people have reached out to me yet again this week. It's such a big deal. It's really awesome to, to see how many people are, are encouraging me and supporting me in this process. So thank you for that. Thank you for listening. Make today the greatest day you've ever had. Love you guys. Talk to you next week.